As parents, we wish it was possible to monitor our child's every move, make sure they're always safe and never subjected to the evils in life. But that's just not the case. Our children are always at risk of running into the evils before they're even aware of what they are. That's the case of today's story. Elliot grew up watching a TV show, one that his parents were unaware he was watching, and somehow, out of pure luck, he managed to dodge a bullet. But as he grew older and older, he found himself wondering what would have happened if he would have ever met Mr. Bear. Hey guys, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Lulu, and today is the third and final episode of Mr. Bear's Cellar. This story has been so fun to share with you guys. It's been such a fun creepypasta to just re-talk about and relive since, like I said, this is one of my favorite ones, and I'm glad I was able to share this with you. I'm going to give you just a really quick, you know, gloss over of the first two episodes just to kind of refresh your memory. Um, but if you haven't or don't remember a lot about the other two episodes, I recommend going back and listening to them just because it's kind of hard, you know, just because it's kind of hard, you know, to take my super quick description of the past episodes and like remember everything. But in the first two episodes, we talked about Elliot and when he was a child. Like I said before, this story is a real-time story, or it was when it was first written, which meant that when you followed, you know, those socials and stuff that this was posted on, you would get real-time updates. That means that some of your updates were, you know, hours apart, whereas others were months, sometimes years apart. And it kind of made this story feel a lot more real to a lot of people. Because of this, it is written like an adult was writing this and just remembering. So Elliot, the main character, would begin writing about this show that he used to remember. And he used to watch it on this really old television that had these bunny ears, and it was a local channel. And there was a couple shows on this local channel, but he really only liked one, Mr. Bear's Cellar. He had seen a couple episodes here and there, you know, of the other shows, but they didn't really strike his interest like Mr. Bear's Cellar did. Now, the show Mr. Bear's Cellar would revolve around a man in a bear costume. And this wasn't your cute, you know, adorable bear costume. This bear costume was old and it was falling apart and it was honestly a little scary looking. And he would shoot this show in his cellar, which is why it was called Mr. Bear's Cellar. Mr. Bear would often have guests on his show, but all of these guests were always young children. And... uh, Eventually, you know, Elliot would watch the show with his friends and things would be concerning. There would be an episode with a lot of swearing. There would be some episodes with kids seemingly scared of Mr. Bear. 
But Elliot as a child did not really see any of these red flags and his parents did not know that he was watching this show. They had kind of heard about it, but they didn't know what it was about. Now, Elliot goes on one day to write Mr. Bear just a letter and expressing how he would love to meet him because he saw a special Mr. Bear was running for a week straight that just talked about how he needed more visitors and that he wanted more people to, you know, come onto his show and he wanted to meet his fans. And Elliot was a teenager at this time but decided he wanted to meet Mr. Bear because he'd watched this show now for so long. And he wrote him, and Mr. Bear would write him back. They would actually set up a date and a time, and Mr. Bear would send the address to Elliot. This address was a little while away. It wasn't super far, but Elliot couldn't get there alone, and he asked his father. His father, not seeing anything wrong with this, took Elliot to this home to meet Mr. Bear. And when they got onto the property, the house was very old and falling apart. Immediately, the dad got a little uncomfortable, but he had promised his son that he could meet, you know, Mr. Bear. And they would walk up to this house, and before they would even knock, a police officer would open the door. This is when the officer would ask to speak with Elliot's father, and Elliot's father would wave Elliot back to the car. Now, Elliot would sit in the car while his father talked to this officer, A few minutes would pass and his father would get back in the car and they would drive home. Elliot never really knew why at the time until years later when he decided to ask his father. That was when his father would inform him that Mr. Bear was being, at the time, looked into for molesting children. During this investigation though, Mr. Bear ran and they would search his property and they would find charred bodies on his property. That is when they knew Mr. Bear was more than just a child molester. These children would range between four to 16. They were all children. Elliot, you know, kind of stopped asking about it for a while and then decided that he wanted to learn more about Mr. Bear. And this is when Elliot would embark on his journey to finding out what happened to Mr. Bear, where he was at now, and about what happened all those years ago and what could have happened to himself. He got in touch with some friends that worked in a police force. They were retired, but still had access to a lot of things. Like I said, remember, this is a story, so things that happen in it won't necessarily happen in real life because this police officer, this retired police officer, would bring Elliot into these police stations and show him some unaired episodes of Mr. Bear's cellar that Elliot would have never seen before this. Elliot would start to learn more and more about, you know, Mr. Bear, what happened, what they found, and he would be sharing this on social media every step of the way. And that is when somebody would send him an email. Now, Elliot was a little skeptical at first, because he knew he was sharing this story on social media and he knew there was going to be internet trolls out there who wanted to pretend like they were Mr. Bear. And that is where we start today's episode. We start today's episode on that email that Mr. Bear or an internet troll sent Elliot. This email read like this. Dear Elliot, my dear, dear boy, You see, this story may or may not be true, but it could happen. There are many slots for airtime, 
if you have money, you can have a public access TV channel. Some public access channels share airtimes, like EWTN, religious channels based out of Michigan, that show Catholic-based programming, but during off hours have independent shows or just a blue screen. Cable networks have empty channels available for rent space. So the scenario of a pedo renting a channel on basic TV is not far-fetched at all. However, public access TV is widely reviewed and can be terminated at any time. These are the rules for the United States, not for Canada where this story took place. So if this happened in the US, the pedo would be tracked down and arrested immediately. Yes, this story could happen, but it is unlikely. 100 fuzzy hugs, Mr. Bear. Now, of course, this email sounded really weird, and it definitely sounded fake. But it sparked that thought of Mr. Bear again. He decided he wanted to respond to this email to see if it got him anywhere. But he would get a response almost immediately after he sent his response that would inform him that this email was no longer in use and didn't exist. This is when he would start weeding through all of the spam emails from people trying to scare him because this was not the only one he realized. There was tons of internet trolls just emailing him, pretending to be Mr. Bear. And about this time, Elliot would get a call from that retired cop that had shown him those tapes a while back. Elliot would answer. And this retired cop would inform him that they had just found another tape. For some reason, this tape was in a public library. When it was discovered, they immediately called the police and handed it over. He offered to show Elliot this tape. And after a second, Elliot agreed. This is when he would inform him that there was more. They had found more and he was just waiting before asking because he didn't want Elliot to stay on this the rest of his life. But he also felt like Elliot should know. So Elliot did just that. He drove to the police station that had these tapes that he had never seen. The thoughts of Mr. Bear and those memories started coming back. He entered that police station and they would walk him back to a room where he could watch this tape. As they were loading it, they informed him that this was Mr. Bear's cellar, episode 30. This episode would open up on the outside of a forest with the sun going down. The show was aimed directly at Mr. Bear's face, or really his mask. He would respond with a cheerful, Hello children, today I will be doing a wonderful thing for my friends. I will be delivering them to a faraway land where they will surely be happy. Then the camera turned and panned across an ATV with a trailer. And in this trailer, there were seven children. All motionless. Mr. Bear began speaking again while panning over the children. He informed the camera that this was only the first load, and the rest will be joining soon. 
He then panned the camera around towards a ginormous tarp on the ground. And he pulled the tarp away and revealed a ginormous hole. Elliot sat frozen, watching in horror as Mr. Bear moved one motionless child after another motionless child to the hole. And he would drop them in it. After a minute, the retired cop would inform Elliot that although the children were motionless, they were all still alive. Then, Mr. Bear would begin talking about that vitamin C that the children had taken earlier to help them on this journey to the faraway land that makes them happy. Then when he was talking about the vitamin C, he turned the camera over multiple cans of gasoline. And that's where the episode ended. Elliot knew. He knew what had happened to those children at that point. He knew these children were still alive, even if they were unconscious. Elliot asked to confirm if all of the children in the pit equaled out to be the 16 that died. Because that's what he had originally heard. But the cop said that that actually wasn't true. There were only seven bodies in the pit. There was another tape that he would not let Elliot watch, at least not now. He told him that on the tape was the deaths of those children. The tape was of Mr. Bear dumping gasoline on these unconscious but very much alive children and lighting them on fire. So Elliot left. He woke up and realized that his social media had been hacked. Not a shocker, especially, you know, in such a crazy story that so many people were following at the time. On his blog, the hacker wrote the following. Once upon a time, there lived a boy named Elliot. Elliot was a clever boy who loved playing games with his friends. One day, he watched a lovely television show about a bear and his children friends. The children loved helping each other as good children should, but they also loved that bear. The bear loved the children since the children were so good at helping him and the fallen angel. The children and the bear wanted to play together forever with the help of their angel friend. But the fallen angel needed more help. So the children had to give the ultimate sacrifice. Because that's what friends do, Elliot. They help each other. Help us, Elliot. Burn with us, Elliot. I want you, Elliot. He wants you, Elliot. Come back to my cellar. Pretty please, with sugar and icing on top. Signed, Mr. B. This freaked Elliot out. And he sat and just thought about this post. He thought about the second tape, about everything that he was doing, and just was so overwhelmed. But instead of stopping, instead of being done watching these tapes and learning about these children that died, he decided he needed to see the rest of the tapes, whether or not they had the deaths of the children on them. So he reached out this time. He told that retired cop that he was ready. 
that he needed to see that tape. And finally the cop caved and agreed. In Elliot's mind, he had decided that these tapes were the last piece of closure he needed. The ex-cop told him he would not show him these tapes until he turned 20. This was a life-changing tape, and he wanted Elliot to sit on that thought before he changed his life forever. And Elliot did that. He waited even longer to see these tapes. And when he turned 20, he reached back out. He was ready. He needed that closure. Of course, this retired cop was upset that Elliot even remembered. He was hoping that Elliot was going to forget about this entire thing. Move on with his life. Leave Mr. Bear behind. That's not what happened. He tried to talk Elliot out of watching the second tape. Tried to tell him it was going to ruin him for life, but Elliot was just not taking no for an answer. So they set up a date. And they decided. It was time. And Elliot showed up at that police station walked into that room and sat down viewing the tape this episode would open once again up in the forest but it was night completely pitch black at this point the only light was a glow that was shown on camera the pit that the bodies of seven children were in. The wind was blowing through the trees, but there was no audio, which meant there was no audio for Elliot to listen to. And I do not know if that would make it worse or better. The ex-cop paused the tape and asked Elliot if he was sure he wanted to watch the rest of it, because he got the gist of it. The children were on fire in the pit. Did he really need to see more? And Elliot said yes. He needed to see this. So they resumed the video. Mr. Bear, who we assume is behind the camera, zoomed into the fire. And after a couple more seconds, he walked towards the fire. The closer he got the better the flames came into focus. Mr. Bear was next to the pit at this point, right next to it. And he pointed the camera at the flames. The shapes in the fire were moving, most of them at least. But it wasn't the fire dancing around, you guys. It was the children flailing around, trying to get out of this burning hot pit. The children were not only put in this hole and burned alive, they were awake and aware while they were burning and couldn't get out. Then the camera adjusted to the lighting finally. And the colors of burning flesh came more and more into focus. It wasn't just yellowing fire. You could see them. 
and then it cut to morning. The fire was out now, and there was smoke rolling from the pit. Elliot saw the Mr. Bear costume lying empty on the floor, which he wasn't sure if it made it better or worse. He had seen that costume move so many times to see it empty was just unnerving. It was laying out in the shape of a cross. The cameraman, who we assume was Mr. Bear, walked towards the suit, made a lap around it, and then zoomed in on the empty face of Mr. Bear. And the episode ended. The ex-cop asked if Elliot was okay after seeing it. Because this was life-changing. And Elliot lied and said, yeah, he was fine. He had the closure he needed. And he didn't need to see anymore. Elliot left the building. Quietly and tried his hardest to forget about those tapes. That tape, specifically, that he had subjected himself to. But the nightmares would not stop. The nightmares would not let him forget anything. Elliot could have been one of those kids. He literally missed Mr. Bear by one day. But he finally didn't want to know anymore. He didn't want to seek anything else out. He was done. Mr. Bear had burned a bunch of kids alive. Elliot was originally told it was all of the children that were in those tapes, but he only burned seven of them, which meant the rest of them were still somewhere not found. And that's how Mr. Bear's cellar ends. Elliot on his blog responded with the fact that there were a couple more tapes. He did plan on watching them, eventually, because he knew that everybody that followed wanted to know what was on them. He also would talk about these emails he continued to receive, some of them sounding more real than others. But he didn't want to meet Mr. Bear. He didn't want to know any more. And the only reason he was going to watch those tapes is because he knew that they were not as bad as the last one he saw. But he would keep everybody updated. He would tell them about these tapes as soon as he saw them. But Elliot has never posted another blog or update to the Mr. Bear story. He's gone MIA. And nobody knows what happened to him. I even tried to look for the actual thread of this story, and I couldn't find it, which meant that the thread has now been deleted. Of course, a lot of people insinuate that that means Mr. Bear came back. Elliot pushed too far. Elliot couldn't just forget, and Mr. Bear knew that, and came back to finish the job that he intended to start all those years ago with Elliot. And he murdered Elliot. But nobody knows. Because Elliot's 
never posted another update. So what happened to Mr. Bear? Did he really get away with murdering seven kids? What happened to the rest of the children? And what happened to Elliot? The bad thing is, is we're never going to get answers for any of those questions. Not unless Elliot comes back and posts an update. But it's been years, and I don't think he's coming back. A draft of the story was actually posted by Camden Lamont, I think I'm saying that right, on November 14th, 2009. It was then revised and posted on 4chan's ex-paranormal boards on September 9th, 2012. And it's been shared on some YouTube channels here and there, but it really spiked popularity in 2014 because people demanded answers. They wanted Elliot to come back. They wanted to close this story. But still to this day, we have no idea what happened to Elliot or Mr. Bear. And I don't think we ever will know. When I first heard this story, you guys, I'm not going to lie. I listened to it over and over again because it struck me in such a weird way. It felt so real. Obviously, there are things in it that really would not happen in real life, like watching the police tapes with the children being beaten or burned. Those are not things that, you know, anybody can just waltz into an office and watch. But the way I felt like this could have definitely happened just drew me in. This creepypasta and the Russian sleep experiment will always be my favorite creepypastas, and I think it's because they feel like something that could happen. Obviously, even the Russian sleep experiment has a lot of things in it that wouldn't happen. But I feel like even if some of the outcomes couldn't happen, they feel so possible. The real question for you guys is, do you think it ends like that because Elliot couldn't continue to look at any more tapes? And he promised to keep us updated, but then decided that he couldn't stomach them? Or did Mr. Bear visit Elliot? And we have to be careful talking about Mr. Bear. Because Elliot talked about him. And he paid him a visit. So who's to say Mr. Bear is not still out there? And if we talk about him, maybe we'll get a visit from Mr. Bear. podcast may contain false or misleading information. If you are interested in knowing more about any stories shared on this podcast, I highly recommend doing your own research. All listeners are advised that these are stories and folktales. The information shared must be taken carefully and skeptically, because you never know what could be real and what's just a story. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.